Minute is rated R. The Rocky Horror Picture Show is also rated R. We're going to spend this time discussing the movie in gory detail, and along the road we will talk about some adult content and use some of our favorite swear words. Mierda maldito puta carajo. Consider yourselves warned. Welcome to Rocky Horror Minute, the podcast where we go over the Rocky Horror Picture Show in excruciating detail one whole minute at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Leandra. And I am your other host, Kelly. And today we are joined by our gal Tuesday through Thursday, Oscar. Hi, <laughs> thanks for having me back again. Yeah, it's been a whole minute since we've seen you. Oh gosh, just too long. Yeah. So this is minute eight of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And so the last minute left off with Janet saying to Brad, I can't believe it. An hour ago, she was just plain old. And this one begins with her saying Betty Monroe. And now she's Mrs. Ralph Hapshat. And then Brad says, yes, Janet, Ralph's a lucky guy. And starts wandering away. Yeah, and she starts agreeing with him over-enthusiastically. And so he says... Every, everyone knows that Betty's a wonderful little cook. Yes. <laughs> Ralph himself, he'll be lined for a promotion in a year or two. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then he turns around and says, hey, Janet. Not yet. Oh, no. I might be lying. No, that's it. He turns around. Yeah, because it's... Because um... he throws his arm out. Oh, on... never mind. Kelly, I'm on crack. It starts at the beginning of... Okay, sorry. It's crack, it's crack at you, small. Is it the crack? It's crack. Hey, Janet. Hey, Brad. Um, yeah, he turns around and he says, Hey, Janet. And she says, Yes, Brad. And he says, I've got something to say. And uh-huh. then... And yeah, and she... Uh-huh. It's very porny, her acting. I, well, I'll get into this in a minute, but I love... Susan Sarandon's acting in this moment in particular. But anyway, so he he says, I've got something to say. And he says, I really love the pregnant pause, skillful way you beat the other girls to the bride's bouquet. And oh, Brad. yeah, she, oh, oh, Brad. We're about to head into a song. It hasn't started yet. You hear the you hear the beginnings of the song. Yeah, you and then right when he puts his hand on the tombstone is when the minute ends. Exactly. Yeah, he uh, Brad kind of puts his hand braces against a tombstone to start singing. Uh, we have heard a little bit of a musical sting in the background, so that's the minute. And all that happens at that minute. Yeah, it's it feels so much longer than a minute to me when I'm playing Janet because. There's so many long pauses where you just kind of have to sit there staring at Brad or chasing after him. Uh, But it's great for callbacks, which we'll get into in a minute. So we've talked a little bit about Janet's just fantastic acting in this. This starts with the most expectant inhale (laughs) and her just looking at Brad going, I wish to fuck that I had telepathy. Yeah. Um, It's amazing her acting in this. And I, Janet is not, I have found 
among people who perform Rocky Horror. She's not a favorite character. She is one of mine, if not my favorite character. I love her because she's got this over-the-top Susie Cream Cheese quality at the beginning. And obviously we know she's going to undergo a transformation, but Susan Sarandon just packs on the cheesy like soap opera acting and it, it's so funny to me and yes like leandra said she literally she goes now she's mrs ralph hapshad ah and then looks up at brad and stares at him and he does not take the bait by the way <laughs> no he so we've talked about soap opera the th- thing that brad does next looks straight out of a telenovela yeah um, he turns his head and then kind of melodramatically walks away. And he's like, yes, Janet, Ralph's a lucky guy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. For anyone who doesn't know, that's my Janet voice whenever I play Janet. <laughs> like, you know, every time she's talking, she's like, well, just an hour ago, she was playing old Benny Monroe. Now she's Mrs. Ralph Habshat. Yeah. Oscar brings the house down every time (laughs) and it it does it does make me laugh a lot he's broken me many times on stage it's my job last minute i was bitching about how brad made no attempt to sound like he was happy to be around janet in this piece He's no, he's just kind of going with that still. Like if you put your tinfoil hat on and you're going like he's walking over to the cemetery so that he can see if he can get to his car before she does. Uh, <laughs> everything that he's saying is just so like, yeah, everyone knows that Betty's a great little cook. <laughs> he has no interest in marrying this wench. Yeah, this is like it, it, it's such a good performance of like i guess i have to do this you know can i give a different perspective on this of course based on what the way i see brad walking and carrying himself it i think the opposite he's he's trying to keep his when you perform as brad you know your song is coming up you know this is your big moment this is your moment to have big hand gestures big you know, go all out. If you're that kind of Brad, all Brad's perform differently. He's keeping that in because he's trying to not tip his hat that he's about to take a ring out. I always took the scene to mean that where he's, you know, he's sort of building up to it being like, yeah, hmm, getting married, you know, becoming Miss Ralph, Hap- Mrs. Benny Monroe to Mrs. Ralph Hapchat. That might happen sometime in the future probably soon wink wink you know like that's kind of like that's how i took that scene and like of course when i'm playing brad i i don't go oh am i gonna break up with this bitch and end the movie no (laughs) no what i do is i um other than complain about all the clothes that i'm wearing um i the what brad's really doing is he has like this very nervous energy like oh is she gonna say yes yeah that's true and i will say that in the next minute and the rest of the song he does have a very very similar to janet he's got an over-the-top earnestness to him that's really funny too nervous dick energy is that a thing nde yeah it is now (laughs) it's it that's when you know they're just gonna blow their load before you even touch them (laughs) (laughs) Mm, not a problem I've ever had. 
Uh, yeah, I wish I could say the same. But I have some good news about this minute. What's the good news? We discover that the old people are still alive, and then they leave to get murdered by Perry Baden, who's in the woods still. He's still out there. Oh, yes, they walk by. That's right. I always forget they're there. And so somebody... That, but that's a great callback, though. Like, I love it when they're, when, you know, you if you listen closely, which most of the times you can hear it in most theaters, you know, they're like, I always cry at weddings. And then people are like, and oh, laugh at funerals. At funerals. I love that callback. So as we're walking over here, though, uh, we see an angel statue. And I know, I know it's not actually jacking it, but I don't know <laughs> what it's doing. Yeah. Gonna go be jacking it in San Diego. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, jack. Whacking it, whacking it, whacking it, whack. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, jack. Jacking for the Lord. What the fuck? You never heard that song? Oh my god! No. What was it? it was three hit? It was for no. It was it was done in South Park. They were making fun of this oh. guy who had a nervous breakdown in the middle of a Los Angeles street, completely naked, and like someone was walking by and is like, that guy's jacking it. And then they made a whole song from it. I see. That checks <laughs> out. Are we going to get a copyright strike? <laughs> um, Hopefully not. I, so I also, another thing I noticed in that um, cemetery was there ain't shit on any of those headstones. Not so much. Yeah. There's they are the laziest prop headstones. <laughs> And Oscar, you may not have heard this in a minute yet, depending on uh, when, what has been released already, but the uh, there's no Denton Episcopal Church anywhere. This was all on a back lot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was trying to look at the sign during the last minute, and I was like, is this an Episcopal Church? Like, what are the... Because you only see the end of the letters. I don't know if you... I, I wasn't able to see the Episcopal. Episcopal. Oh That's how it's pronounced. <laughs> a Capiscabala church. <laughs> Popaloptic. Popaloptic church. <laughs> so as you get over to the billboard, which I'm sure we will talk about ad nauseum, mm-hmm. um, if you squint just far out into the distance, you can see lampposts on the way, way, way back of the lot. Well, so good. you I mean, can even of- see... That it's uh, that this is clearly like not a real place. You don't see any roads anywhere. It's just a big old field. It must be strange filming in a place like that because you're supposed to. I mean, th- this takes place in the real world, and this is the most we get of the real world in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And thinking back on it, it 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 needs to look like this. You know, you need the castle to be magical. You need the, the castle to look as crazy as possible and just having this big field with blank tombstones and a dull church just really sets it up for later on in the movie when things just go wackadoodle so and then um we also hear for the i had never noticed this before but we actually do hear some thunder i Uh, i remember this particularly well because oscar and i were in a in a shadow casting adventure in the faraway land of West Virginia. And the, the sound didn't ever come on. So it was just the video. 
so we all took turns just doing the uh, doing the lines doing the sounds in the background and oscar said boom that was and my thunder. It was quality thunder. The quick story on that: the sound did not come on after an hour of pre-shows and and pre-show games, Virgin Games. The sound did not come on until we got to bedroom scene. We did a whole show once with no sound, and we just what? we just winged it. It was wung it. It was truly amazing <laughs> that anybody stayed in the audience but it was also very very fun was this the one? No, we had no movie we no, had no it was no movie. movie yeah we were literally just performing it with nothing on the screen so you unless that's memory yes we did yeah but yeah the um the i had never noticed this thunder before and i guess it's foreshadowing of what's to come I think the thunder was the first part when you listen to the commentary uh, where Patricia Quinn and Richard O'Brien talk about how the producers really wanted to go for a gothic feel for the movie. Um, and it, and that, that this is the point where you start, you know, going into that gothic mood, I think, for the movie. Because uh, you, you, you know something's building up towards something happy and yet ominous clouds and a thunderstorm looms ahead. I love that. Oh. Yeah, that's interesting. Because, yeah, I mean, of course, there is a storm coming. Honey, you got a big storm coming. I got your big storm right here. <laughs> no, you don't, honey. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, I also wanted to say, with all of the ridiculously long pauses, was this just really intentionally setting up for callbacks? I because, don't. I don't um, think so. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, the show, of course, had been out, and callbacks were a thing by the time the movie was made. So it could have been intentional. I don't know, though. Wait I do. I do know. Whenever we watch the musical, callbacks, if they allow callbacks at the musical, they're very difficult because certain scenes they just rush through them. Like there's no pauses. There's nothing. The, the musical is still as long as the movie. Um, and yet, you know, the pieces just sort of fit in a way where even though the musical, I believe, goes faster, you know, the, you, you can't fit in the callbacks because of that. And then you, you, you still are offbeat with the movie. It's, I always recommend sometimes if you can watch a musical twice, you should, because those pregnant pauses are not pregnant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no baby there. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. So, I mean, it makes sense, too, that it could have just been there for emphasis. But, like, especially when he says, I really love the... he That pause is ridiculously long before he says skillful way. That's just, just what I was thinking. And it definitely throws me off when you watch it, the musical. Because it's literally, you know, Janet has her quick spiel. Then he goes, yes, yes, Janet, Ralph's a lucky guy. Well, just and then he says his other things really quick in succession, and he goes, you know, I really love this skillful way. You beat the brides to you beat the other brides to the brides, the other girls, girls. to the brides of kids. Sorry, I don't. I know that's not a word. That, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. You beat the other girls to the brides bouquet. Oh, Brad, and it just, you know, it, the pacing is just yeah so different. 
I think that a part of that is the the beginning of the music is already out there for uh, right at the beginning of Hey Janet. Yes, Brad. So you're already starting to get that kind of over the top melodramatic musical acting. And there's yeah. a bit of a rhythm to it. And a dramatic soap opera turn. Say Janet. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the, this long pause, normally there the callback here is for the audience to yell various words that begin with S before he says skillful. And I just wanted to check in with you guys what your favorite S words are to yell in this moment. I uh, say slutty, sexy Susan Sarandon. I always try to work in Susan Sarandon because I think that's funny. That's required. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I, I've heard slutty, sleazy. A quick um, tangent. Uh, whenever Brad turns around, it, if you want to know if someone's a judgmental Brad, they'll be the first mm-hmm. ones to say, I wonder if this Brad has red lining in the jacket. Because that's really the main place when you see it. When he turns around, he has that red lining in there. And, you know, when it comes to the super duper screen accurate crowd, they're just like, he doesn't have red lining, mine does. And we, we've talked a fair amount about Sue Blaine and how I think that she knew that this was going to be at least cosplayed or shadow casted. And she hates shadow casters. I, I don't know if this is actually really? true, but no, no. Uh, I just, I just assume, given the fact that she does shit like that, and Janet's wearing this double-breasted lavender skirt suit, and it's incredibly conservative up top, and then like almost too short for it to be as conservative as it is up top. I don't know. There's something about it that I'm just like living for. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad suit. To jump off the shadow casting aspect. It's some. It's just a joy if you're able to sit either in the aisles or in the front seat of any theater or cast that's doing Rocky Horror because th- you get so many opportunities as an actor to or a performer to just do stupid stuff. When he turns around and he goes, "I have something to say," I always just go, "Yeah, <laughs> and it's so dumb, but the audience always laughs every single time whenever I do that. Oscar is chaos. I'm not sure if there are viewers at home are aware of that. But Oscar is chaos. I make distinct comedic choices. Choices. Did you have anything else for this minute, Leandro Oscar? Yeah, I have a couple of things. Um, that just talking about the billboard and and also some Janet stuff, but going kind of back in time to the billboard. Uh, if we're pretending that this is in the real world, then there is in fact this billboard in a cemetery for Denton, the home of happiness. I I just, I'm trying to figure out who that target audience would be, <laughs> but I do love the callback of uh, because the billboard has a heart with an arrow through it. And the arrow looks like it's pointing a little bit above Janet. So you say, wait, the home of happiness is in Janet's hat. And then the callback to the callback is no, it's six inches lower. She's wearing the wrong shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I never heard the shoe part. Oh my God. I got to use that one in the future. I only had a quick comment about um, how some casts 
sometimes you know that people were like, we're going to have all these props, and they just stuffed the beginning of this scene with props everywhere. You got a tombstone, you got a sign. You Sometimes you have people dressed up as the angel, or they get an angel statue. And then you note that the amount of props start to drop off because they were like, we're making too much stuff. We're tired. (laughs) So one final thing about Janet in this, she just keeps fidgeting with the flowers as Brad is pouring his heart out to her. And I just love that. I've never held a bouquet and just wanted to pick shit out of it, but I don't know. I'm sure that it's natural for some people, and it certainly looks natural when Susan Sarandon does it. I mean, she's so shy and demure, you know? There's this, a big Hong Kong man in front of her, and she's like, oh. <laughs> Oscar, have you ever fondled a bouquet when somebody tries to tell them your feeling, tell, tell you about their feelings? No, I usually am the one taking off the garter at the wedding. <laughs> I see. <laughs> So the groom. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, that's not my brand. There's a callback here that, as far as I can tell, I made it up because nobody else says it and nobody thinks it's funny, but I think it's really funny. Um, so who knows? But Brad says, um, beat the other girls to the bride's bouquet. But I always say bride's bukkake. And I think that's great. <laughs> Isn't it usually beat the other girls with whips and chains to the bride's bouquet? Same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yelling whips and chains is definitely the classic. I've heard Leander do Bukaki. I definitely laughed. Um, if you're the originator of that, I'm terribly sorry. But until you step up and take claim of that, I'm going to say that that's my baby. Bukaki's my baby. <laughs> I'm trying to think what other callbacks I know in this one. Of course, when Mrs. Ralph Hapshat, people always say have shit will travel. I've never particularly liked that one. I think it's a weak callback. Any thoughts? But people, every time I've ever seen the movie, people say it. I think it's one of those callbacks because it it just jumps off the tongue so easily and easy yeah. to remember. I think that's why people get a little spoiled on it, you know, especially if they've only seen it with an audience once before, you know, there's certain callbacks that are just easy to remember. That's um, true. And that people go over sometimes um, during the pre-show. Uh, and I think that's why people latch on to it. But in terms of like creativity, spontaneity, it's, it's a 50 year old callback on a 45 year old movie. There, when the, he says, Yes, Janet, Ralph's a lucky guy. I enjoy to say, no, he's not. She's got the clap, too. (laughs) Another old classic, but... It irritates me when I go to casts, and irritate is a strong word. I don't actually care. Um, But (laughs) I I find it interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely an irritant. Um, But when people, instead of saying, no, it's not, she's got the clap... They say, no, it's not. She has syphilis. Because I think that that's one of those things where the the more you hear callbacks and the more they kind of get filtered through people and filtered through people and somebody heard it at a show and they're trying to make it work, mm-hmm. it, it eventually becomes a callback that either no longer makes sense. 
yeah or um, is not quite as optimal no i like to stick with the classics because well classics are timeless you know you you have so many callbacks from yesteryear that no longer work anymore because nobody gets the references <laughs> and a timeless callback will always be a great callback i think so, that might be a good way to end it though yeah this is a very it's a quiet minute but it's a great build-up toward a climax well, Oscar, you're going to titillate all our audience if you keep talking like that. <laughs> that is my job. They're, they're, they're sure. currently, what's the word? When, um, um, they're, they're, they're through with okay. the foreplay. They're ready for the big, the, the main event. Oh, I see. Is Oscar, that something I remember the word foreplay. It comes up <laughs> You know, you, you got to keep it, you got to keep them titillated. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar's on Grinder. You can look him up. Oh my gosh, not right now. Oh, I, I'm sorry, was that an accusation? Oh, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> no. No. Uh, we love Oscar. Anyway, uh, I think this would be a good time to sign off the way we sign off every minute. Now, if you don't, don't have, have to go, go home, but you can't stay, stay here. here. So, so get, get up, up out. out.